All right, folks, this is episode 10 of Two Quick Things. This episode, I'm going to spend some time talking about feedback. So I realize I probably have mentioned getting feedback at various points in the first nine episodes and what that means and how I may respond and whatnot. So I thought I'd take a little bit of a deeper dive into that. So I read this article on, I think it's called Quartz at Work. So QZ.com. It was really interesting. The title of it, there's an optimal time to give negative feedback, but I'm going to talk about just feedback in general. So feedback, what does feedback even mean? That essentially, let's, let's look at it in work terms because that's what I think about a lot, work. And that's really an opportunity for folks to provide information about how a working relationship is going, how a project is going, things that need to be improved. So not all feedback is bad. So let's start there because I think sometimes when we hear feedback, we automatically hear negative or constructive, but there's different types of feedback. There's constructive feedback, certainly. There's negative feedback, which is different than constructive feedback as constructive feedback is typically something that is useful and can be tweaked and there's some ideas and some thoughtfulness around there. And I often find that negative feedback is just like the complaining part, like this is wrong and you need to fix it or this, you did this poorly and there's no real conversation about it. It's just like negative, negative, negative without any opportunity for adjustment or dialogue around like, okay, I've given you this feedback. How, how do we move forward from here and how do we maybe realign expectations or something like that? There's positive feedback. We all love that for the most part. Um, there's solicited feedback, unsolicited feedback. So there's a lot of things that go into that. Some of the things I think about when I think about feedback is do, I guess, number one, is it timely? Is the feedback relevant for right now? Or are you trying to give me feedback from two or three weeks ago? Because if, you give, if you're trying to give me feedback about something two or three weeks ago, I've likely forgotten about it. And then I'm also giving you a side eye because I'm thinking, you sat on this and you waited for this. So I've, I've had folks that I have worked with in my career as a professional who have waited to give feedback after I have given them feedback or information about something. So it seems like what it feels like is like I'm going to then flip around and give you something that I've been holding on to. And I'm thinking, you were just waiting all this time and all this energy to give me some feedback because I gave you feedback. So like it felt, it has felt like a tit for tat. And I'm thinking this, this is useless because you probably didn't hear the feedback that I gave you because you armored up and you're like, Oh no, I'm not, I'm going to put my shield up and then combat this feedback with something else. Not helpful. Um, so thinking about how do you receive feedback? Is it timely? Is it relevant for the moment? I'm not saying every single thing requires feedback or every day you need to have a feedback session, but think about those things that when you, if you deliver them in a timely manner, they are going to be more impactful and more effective. Um, what are you aware of the timing of the day of the feedback or of the week? Is it a really busy period or season? And is getting some constructive feedback in the midst of like a really stressful time helpful? Now you can't always, um, determine whether or not you can hold feedback. Sometimes it needs to be real time in moment 
slightly irrespective of what else is going on because it, it may be something that will help in in the situation to clear it up or to realign a few things. So it's not always going to be a prime time to give feedback. But I think another part of feedback is realizing the humanity of feedback and that sometimes people don't take feedback well. Sometimes if you see somebody already crying and having a bad day, maybe that's not time to, to pour what we call salt in the wound. We, who am I talking to? But think about the timing of the feedback and is it relevant for right now? Or is it something that can be held off for a little bit? Or is it something to bring up in a, in a more structured conversation? Uh, to be Captain Obvious, you don't want to give feedback um, ideally publicly because that can be uncomfortable and awkward and you don't know how the person is going to respond. Um, professionally, so many people say praise in public, um, construct, give feedback in private or something like that. So I think that's a that's a good thing to think about when you do that because it's never comfortable if you have been called out on a, in a meeting. Um, I've certainly been called out in meetings before where someone they acted like they were quote unquote calling me in and it just felt badgering. And so I know in those moments I have a difficult time kind of re-engaging and becoming uh, staying a part of the conversation. I'll be there and I'll listen, but I will likely have a toot. I'm like, I can't believe you called me out in front of all of these people. And it may not have been a direct, like firm, intentional call out, but it, sometimes it can feel like that when you're put on the spot and you're kind of like back on your heels with, okay, I don't know how to respond to this uncomfortable situation. Um, think about the method of delivery of your feedback. Is this something that you can drop in um, Slack, which is a communication tool or in an IM, is it helpful to have it in email if you need a receipt later that says, I gave you this feedback and I'm putting it in writing so that when you try to play the game of, I never got this feedback, we can go back to the email or is it something where we need to have a conversation, um, and set up some time that may or may not be aligned with a regularly scheduled meeting. I think it's also, uh, some, uh, some credence to thinking through, can this be tacked onto something that where we're already in a conversation or we're already meeting? Or is it something that needs to be handled separately, a separate time so the focus can be on this and you can have a little bit more open time to talk through whatever feelings, emotions, conversation comes from that feedback session. I think uh, in times where I've had to give or deliver difficult feedback. It's been a mix of those things. So some of it is knowing the person that I have to give the feedback to or have the conversation with around whatever the issue or the matter is. Um, another thing with feedback that I think can be a challenge is when we are not able to kind of back up and support um, either we can call it receipts with like, sometimes you were like, well, can you give me an example? So maybe have some examples of where particularly the constructive feedback um, needs to come into play um, that can throw people off because they may think, oh, you've been preparing for this. And I'm like, yes, feedback, especially constructive or negative, can be difficult. So hell yeah, I'm going to prepare for it so that I show up and I, I look like I'm ready to have a conversation as opposed to haphazardly like, oh, off the cuff, this is some constructive or negative feedback. Um Coming into the conversation, if you're the person delivering the feedback, be ready and open to have some dialogue around 
what can be done better or what can be done different. And that's not always the, what I would do is this because you're, I'm my own person. So of course I'm going to talk about what's good for me and how I would do it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's authentic or real for the person on the receiving end of that feedback. So I think we have to be careful about saying, well, this is what I would do. Well, if this is what you were going to do, why didn't you do it? And why did you have me do it or ask me to do it? Or why is it a part of my job or role? So think about like, give a little pause before you go through the, well, this is what I would do. Unless someone specifically asks you, try to open up the conversation and ask questions and give the person on the receiving end of said feedback an opportunity to think if they may not want to talk about it at that moment. So be willing to be flexible in that you may not get what you want at the end of the conversation because each person is going to process that differently. I think as a supervisor and manager um, of people, I have had to learn and adjust my style to what I encounter with, with the folks that I have worked with. So it's very much a, is this person, how do I know this person to, you know, their temperament? How have I seen them kind of in difficult situations and tailor my, conversation and prepare for that conversation differently than other folks who I know it's going to be a headbutt, it's going to be um, contentious and feel like there's more to it than there really is. So I think with feedback, there, I know with feedback, there comes lots of feelings. Um, there's some worthiness stuff in there of like, am I doing everything wrong? There's some ego stuff in there around folks who are like, well, you're, you're not better than me at this. And it's, it's not even really about that. It's about trying to do good work and hopefully support the people we need to support, do solid work around projects, expectations, and getting those things out in the open, which can be difficult sometimes for people to hear. There's certainly dynamics around uh, race, gender, sexual orientation that come into play. So don't be fooled when people are like, well, they do the whole, I don't see color thing, because that's a lie. Because um, I always say, if you don't see color, you don't see me, because I am an actual color. Uh, my skin is very much brown, and I walk through this and operate through this world as a black person. So if you're trying to say that, then you're saying you don't see me. But there's certainly, there's that dynamics that play into that. Age can play into that. Uh, where a person is in their professional career can play into that. So these are all, like, multi-layers of dynamics of, uh, there's a power structure in there. Don't even get me started on some of this stuff. But all of those play into how feedback conversations go. And so to go into them blindly is frankly a poor idea. So give some thought into it. I do probably the thing that I'm going to recommend not doing, which is overthinking how to give feedback and how to deliver it and the verbal judo my way out when a person says this, that, or the other. And some of that is because I can pick up on um, certain folks that I have worked with in the past. I, I know some of their nuances, and I can be a pretty decent, let's be honest, I can be a good people reader of uh, predicting behavior. Based on past behavior, I'm not coming out of the woodworks with like, oh, all of a sudden this person is going to behave like this. It's really based on past behavior, which tells me generally how people are going to behave in or respond or react when they receive X type of news. So those are a few things and a few tips to think about feedback when you deliver it. But uh, a quick note around receiving feedback, 
I have found, I think I said this earlier in another episode, that I can, depending on who is giving me the feedback and if I value that person's feedback, um, I can sometimes get like in my feelings about, well, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know my life and, you know, be extra about it. Um, I have learned that I, I need to sit and not talk and listen and maybe give like a ceremonial head nod to be like, okay, thank you for that feedback. Um, I need a little bit of time to think about that. And when I'm ready, I'll circle back around. So recognize if you're the person that needs that. I know there's a, sometimes a, a, a visceral response that we want to have, but take a moment and think about, you know, take a step back, soak it in, think about it. Um, also think about what do you believe are the intentions of the person? Cause not everybody's intentions are bad. They're not, they're just not. I think we can get in our own way when we think they're giving me feedback because of X, Y, and Z. They didn't like how I did that. But sometimes the feedback is necessary and they just happen to be the person that's in a position to deliver it. So think about how we, how you receive feedback, um, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and then finally, I will leave you with a, a reminder that not, you don't have to do something with every piece of feedback that you get. Some people's feedback is um, more of a reflection of them than it is of you. And to be honest, there's some folks' feedback that I don't value. People say, well, there's value in all feedback. And I'm like, I will let them stay with those words for themselves, but I don't necessarily know that I believe that to be true. Um, some people, they have poor intentions, and that's okay. And I don't, like I said, I don't, we don't have to do something with every piece of feedback that you get because some things you may be like, okay, well, thank you for sharing that. And then you move on with your life. It's not always easy to like, be like, oh, that this feedback isn't for me or I don't value this feedback. So I'm going to move on. But if we take on everything that someone tries to lay on us, then what you're doing is being responsive to all the outside influences and you're not thinking and moving for yourself. So remember, not all feedback is for you. You don't have to do something with every single piece. You don't even have to respond to every single piece of feedback that you got. So think about that. Take the time to be reflective and really think, is this something that I need to hear? And maybe I'm not ready to hear it. And talk to somebody you trust about how you responded or what type of feedback you gotten and what to do with that, if anything. Um, find that trusted person, be it a mentor, a coach, um, a partner, a friend a colleague that you really trust and value, you actually value their feedback and see what you want to do with it. Cause sometimes it's nothing. All right, folks, that's the end. You can find me on social media at on Instagram and Facebook under two quick things. You can find the show on Apple podcasts and SoundCloud. And I feel free to slide into my DMs if you have questions or if you want to get feedback. But sorry for this episode being late. I was living life. Um, and so thank you in advance for any feedback that you have around that. All right. Take care. <laughs>